0: By George. I think I've got it. Hybrosexical thinking. Hi, I saw thinking. that Bigfoot walking across the screen, and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reason? Thinking. thinking. My Hi, personal belief thinking. is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that Hi, we uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hybrosexical thinking. thinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine Hi. have pioneered Hi. a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice
1: you could find evidence of that my
2: friends you could change the world Hypothetical thinking a podcast for the hypothetical thinker.
0: greetings travelers and welcome to Hypothetical thinking a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability to possibility it's sort of like the appalachian trail my name is nick floyd and i'm joined by my co-hosts say john orius
1: so the way this works is that
0: either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes and Jonathan goes into every episode completely blind meaning he has no idea what we're covering never do ever
2: ever ever he knows nothing about nothing, anyways,
0: and I know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't, if you, haven't, if you don't know that from nine episodes so far, he doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> That's true, That's a true fact right there. Except for like weird things, just like
1: random facts that nobody cares about. I'll know those things. But Everything else, common knowledge, street smarts. Nope. That's
0: oh, how. That's what oh, he googles. He googles <laughs> things that no one cares about, but I should know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> things that absolutely
2: no one else knows, except for whoever posted this on Wikipedia. <laughs> Did hey. you know Shakira was born November 9th,
0: nineteen eighty seven? I posted it on Wikipedia. <laughs> that's she really?
2: I Am I older than Shakira?
0: What? No, I don't know when she was born. You no. think I know that? I know. Johnny might. Johnny, when was Johnny. Shakira born? <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> nineteen seventy
1: eight. I want a full birthday. I don't think I want so, a full man.
0: birthday.
2: I'm going to say... 1983. I'm going to no, say
0: 1981. Me, Johnny, give me a full birthday. Like, month, day, year. <sighs> yeah, All right, I'm going to say don't. March
1: 13th. Oh, dude, that was so close to what I was going to say. March 13th, 1983.
0: no. February 2nd,
2: 1977.
0: She's 41. I told you was 70. 41. Yeah. Shakira's hips wow. still don't lie after. Uh, oh, They'll never Should we dance
1: in when she's 80? She'd be like, That's oh, crazy. Hey, son, 80 hips don't lie. Well,
2: give us some <laughs> random fun fact. Something <laughs> that I don't know, something that Nick that. not know. I, well, yeah.
1: I'll tell a fun fact that the, the audience doesn't know, but I will say it the, just because you guys had to do all this fact. The reason why grass is greener after a lightning storm is because nitrogen is released in a electronic discharge in the atmosphere. Not a rainstorm, but a thunderstorm. The same uh, chemical. Chemical uh, uh, nitrogen is in fertilizer. This uh, chemical uh, essentially is like steroids to organic matter—not us humans, but like um, life, like plants and trees and, and those kind of stuff, like grass. So, after a uh, uh, lightning storm falling from the sky is essentially fertilizer. That's why grass is greener after lightning storm. Fucking dope. So, if it's raining, I guess it's like less it's just, falls. It kind of dilutes. no. no it no, or just, or it's it's just, it's doesn't just, matter. It's just raining. It's just water. But the lightning yeah. discharge in, in, in the sky, whatever the, there's a word I'm missing here, it creates um, nitrogen.
0: Johnny science. still falls asleep to Bill I the Science Guy, so that's how he knows all this <laughs> useless shit. <laughs> I
1: loved that show. Bill Bill, 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 Bill,
2: Bill, Bill Nye, the, the Science, science guy. guy. All right, Taylor, you got anything in news? Oh, we got some news, dude. Bill, Bill, Bill. Got kind of a fun one. We're going we're gonna to throw a call back here. Mm. This dude uses augmented reality to recreate a famous movie scene. Well, oh. what? Now, you ask yourself, uh why would you need augmented reality to create any movie scene? It's already m- a Reality. Yeah, sorry, it's like, what? Yeah. what? So, this dude, tech designer Abhishek Singh, he's known for his creative use of technology, used augmented reality to re- recreate the frightening scene in The Ring, where the girl, Samara, crawls through the TV.
0: Oh. oh. Yeah,
2: and then
1: it like continues to chase him around. He wants that to happen? Well, he created it, yeah. So he like he recreated it in this in this like, but it 's all in his
2: phone it 's all in his phone, yeah it's cool. I watched a video of it, and it's like uh he's got like a big old t v set up like in his office living room, whatever big old t v and it starts out like just like the ring. it's the scene from the ring wow. and uh, he's I guess filming it with a cell phone he he's like backing away, and just like in the movie, she crawls right the fuck out of the t v <laughs> right the fuck out yeah, <laughs> she stands up and looking at yeah, it looks all crazy and shit, and then starts walking towards him, so he, wa- cool. he walks away. You know, he even walks into another room
0: and she follows him. Yeah, and
2: like tracks him all the way down the hallway, turns a corner, looks right at him. It's crazy.
1: Does does, does he die 7 days later? He dies at the end of the video.
0: Oh, uh that's not she how it gets works, to though. him and it's like uh uh-huh. dead. Could yeah. you imagine like movie theaters like you 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 buy a ticket to a movie, you sit down, you pull your phone out, you point it at the screen, and then something like happens. And then you have to get up and leave the theater and continue like living the in the movie. Yeah, with what they are on your phone.
1: Holy shit, that'd be cool. Like it's like a QR right? code. You sco- you essentially scan the, the, the screen and then you have that information on your phone, that data, and yeah. you can become part of that universe. Well,
0: there would you wouldn't even need it. There would just be like a little when you walk into the theater, there'd be like a hub that would recognize your phone. Wow. And then once you're in the theater, you're in that experience, yeah. and then you you know you point your phone at the screen, things happen. Then you have to get up and like walk out. So it it's like an alien invasion.
2: Use the augmented reality to find the clues and stuff, figure out how the hell am I getting out of here, or whatever the situation is. Yeah. That'd be cool as so. hell.
1: If any of you listeners steal that idea, uh, I will find you. <laughs> yeah, we're t- already
2: in the form of copyrighting that, so <laughs> get the fuck
1: off our <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's rad. That's like, super cool, yeah, man. kind of cool, yeah. Is, I, is this technology going to be used for other things, or...? Nice little tidbit. It's going to be
2: used for all sorts of things, namely to recreate this reality that we're living in and to just spawn a new civilization where that civilization would spawn a simulation and yeah. they would cycle would continue. So, yeah, this is just another link in the chain that is, they're just continuing what has already been done since we are currently in a simulation yeah. that was created in a similar way. Damn. <laughs> that was mind-blowing. That's tight. So I got another little short little tidbit that's gonna be a callback here from a, a previous episode. Oh, two callbacks. you, you one. just call back? This is gonna make some people happy. Um this one's fucking tight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, if Google or Facebook is just like monitoring my mind and my thoughts, but this company, Safe Haven Marine, has released a boat and they've got world speed records. They've got uh, apparently it's the first boat to circumnavigate Ireland. Which what? I'm like, I I didn't read, I didn't dig deeper into that. <laughs> they they got the world record for circumventing Ireland. What's circumventing? And it's not necessarily super fast.
0: Circumnavigating like around. Yeah,
2: go around it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I I guess one of the things about it is it's like fucking really choppy or something. I don't know. But the oh. thing about this boat, right? <laughs> the thing about this boat, it is you cannot capsize it. Um, what it flips over I don't think it still works yeah it looks just like a speedboat like a giant speedboat yeah but yeah when it flips over it just rolls over and boom rolls back over so it
1: cannot the center of gravity is it's always going to be in the water so when it flips over that yeah. it just it's going to wa- right it wants to yeah
2: yeah interesting so very technological boat it's got all these stats on here about what kind of motor it uses and shit like that obviously me and nick don't give two shits about what that is We're going to assume Johnny already knows all the specs for this motor.
0: And we're going to skip over that dumb stuff. He's our resident car guy, (laughs) also (laughs) clumped into being a boat guy.
2: (laughs) So aside from all that stuff, man, this boat has all kinds of technology on it. It's got, like, infrared. It's got all the radars. It's got, like, all the the newest technologies, right? Damn. And then you're asking yourself, Taylor, what does this have to do with fucking anything? We haven't really talked about boats too much. But then you say, Taylor, what's the name of this boat? What's the name of this boat, Taylor? The name of this motherfucker is... Thunder Child. What? Thunder Child. And I don't know if you guys remember, take a step back, we had a pretty pretty sweet conversation about a technological boat piloted by Terry the Hulk Hogan called oh. Thunder. Oh, shit. Thunder in Paradise. And if you look at pictures of this boat, it looks a lot like Thunder from Thunder <coughs> in Paradise. <laughs> Movie. Fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Like a real life <laughs> Thunder in Paradise
2: right here in front of our eyes. This and it's much.
1: called Thunder. This is in 370 Malaysian? That, that, that was the, the callback you're talking about? I, if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't remember. I yeah. But I know that we talked
2: about A, Terror of the Hulk Hogan, and B, Thunder in Paradise and how dope it is. And I did a little research on Thunder in Paradise to clear up the, you know, I, I thought maybe it was just a one movie and a TV series. It was actually mm-hmm. a whole TV series and like three or four movies. So. There
0: were three or four of them?
2: Yeah, it was like, a sh- it started out as the movie straight to, to VHS, and it turned out to be like such a hit that, boom, started the series. Never seen it. Yeah. It's really good,
0: man. It's, it's really good. I, know, I need to watch it. Yeah. Everyone needs to watch it. Find Thunder yeah. in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise.
2: If you're curious about what this Thunder Child boat looks like, just watch Thunder in Paradise. Boom, is it, got it. it? Is it a similar <laughs> boat? Or no? Dude, it looks so similar. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the thing is it's called Thunder. This boat's called Thunder. They're both about stealth, technology. Like this boat was made to be like a military but boat.
1: This one can capsize.
2: But yeah, the, the special thing about this is it cannot capsize. Well, technically yeah. it, Could it,
0: Thunder in Paradise capsize? Technically it
1: can capsize. No, I don't know I don't if that cracks. was one of its
2: specs. Well, I don't know what caps. What's yeah. the definition of capsized?
1: I don't know. Sure just when it turns over, just like, turns like I've capsized kayaks, kayak by I I can auto correct that. That's the wrong resident word. boat guy over resident here. Resident boat <laughs> guy, Yeah, he knows his shit. A, we got a vehicle
2: guy here. But yeah, he just resident
1: vehicle guy. Average boat will obviously have a problem with his capsized.
2: So maybe the the Not record thunder, child. about yeah. the uh, the record for circumventing circumnavigating Ireland, maybe it has something to do with speed and like other boats can't do it because of all the choppiness and waves. Like this thing, uh, like cuts right through waves and shit just like
1: slices <laughs> it's them. like an iceberg just like yeah uh, like moses be gone. be gone be gone <laughs> be gone <laughs> I can, like, see- oh
2: man that just reminded me what movie am i thinking of uh, be gone with sean william scott and uh somebody else a tweeter from be varsity gone. blues and uh it's a, it's a wrestling movie i don't know <laughs> and they have to go find their favorite wrestler who's like gone into retirement and that wrestler is based off Jerry the King Lawler's guy, so he's, he's the king. And his oh. thing is, king me. And his saying is, be gone.
0: Be, be gone. Taylor, awesome, awesome movie. We should turn the podcast into a drinking game. Every time Taylor mentions this, like, mentions the plot of an obscure 90s movie. <laughs> you you that that you, contains professional, professional wrestling and in any will pass way. out at the end. Yep.
1: Like, oh. That's pretty good. Resident That's pretty good. lightweight over here.
0: Resident lightweight vehicle guy.
1: I'm not a boat guy. I, if, I, if I am a lightweight first, I'm a car guy second, and a boat guy last. <laughs> all I know is that boats are holes in the water. Don't buy them because they are a waste of money. You don't want to own a, a boat. You want to own a friend who owns a boat.
0: Give me an so, example.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like honestly, like, you'll put all this money into a boat. This is a little fact, a little factoid. So let's say your, your car is like 30 miles to the gallon. A boat is like you know, 30 gallons of the mile. That's that's a little it looks extreme, but like they are so hard to propel through water because obviously water distances or water is a lot thicker than air. And so moving a boat through water is a lot harder than moving a car through air um, on a road. Long story short, running a boat is so expensive. Water leakage, um, maintenance, like sun damage, all these things are so, so expensive. You don't want to own a boat. You don't have a friend who owns a boat. Yeah, then, you, you know, they say boat stands for... Bust out another thousand. Oh, I didn't know that. Resident <laughs> yeah. Boat Guy over here. Resident uh, Abbreviation Guy over here. And, <laughs> yeah, he knows yeah. his
0: abbreviations. I think we need to do a listener poll and see, uh, is Johnny also a boat guy?
2: <laughs> he also, is
1: Johnny full of shit? Because a lot of the facts I say, besides the thunder, a lot of these facts I say in the show
0: could be very off. Yeah. <laughs> They're what I think, not what I know. Check out a poll on our Facebook page. It's going to be live right now. Is Johnny a boat guy? Yes, no, and I don't fucking know. We're going to be three options. Fucking yeah. Care. <laughs> For a guy who's not a who is a boat guy, you care <laughs> quite a bit. I don't, I don't.
1: I don't think I care.
0: Johnny's like that twelve year old rebel kid in school. You're like, hey man, your shoelaces don't match. It's like, I don't care. Whatever. I don't do my hair either. Yeah, whatever. I wore this shirt like all week. <laughs> Bob the Builder was like six weeks ago, bro.
2: Why are you wearing a Bob the Builder shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, bro. You got dried milk all over your face. It's not I don't out care. Of My life.
1: Yeah. See you for later.
2: You stinky kid, classmate. I don't think so. I feel like you flipped a 180. Like, you were the stinky kid in class who was always disheveled, like, messed up, <laughs> never had a haircut.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I, my, when I was a kid, I grew my hair out to, like, afro size. Like, curly hair. A- afro size. And then just That's shave badass. it all off. That is badass. Right. If yeah. I
2: had curly hair at all,
1: I would have grown an afro. No, it was, like, had it my whole life. down on my chin. Kind of, like, i like pulled pull it down on my chin. And so i had just shave it every, like, once a year. My dad would just, like, eight buzz it. Um, and, and so I guess you're, I don't know if I would say I stunk. Man. <laughs> I definitely grew Mr. Up. Clark, was Johnny the sinky kid?
2: Because I think <laughs> he's pulled a 180. Like, eh, he's so kempt now because he was a sinky
0: kid, so he had to flip it. But he just didn't care. It's like, Johnny, like, where's your I don't care. I don't care. I don't, don't care. care about
1: you. don't care. You don't care.
0: Your homework's due. I don't care. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> had that
2: opinion.
1: I <laughs> definitely had that opinion. Uh, a <laughs> uh, little
2: PSA announcement. uh Kids, do your homework.
1: Yeah,
0: please do your homework, and you could wind up like us. <laughs> Yeah, because we always did
2: our homework. (laughs) Always
0: did our homework. Well, the two two guys here who study, we did our homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people who do
1: the research, do research for a reason because they're smart. I don't.
0: (laughs) We do our homework every episode. (laughs) Every episode. There's lots of homework.
1: So am I the jock that just takes your guys' notes and like gets an A on the test because I like have you around?
0: No, you uh, never. You never get A's on the test. Yeah, you're also the soccer player, so I don't know if you
2: can qualify as the
0: jock. Yeah. Oh, dude, shots fired. Shot's I apologize, ACLU.
2: I did not mean that, that in any way. Hurt my feelings. ACLU. <laughs> I want to support you guys in any way that I can. Sorry, soccer. I know, Soccer's that, uh, cool.
1: Yeah, I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather call a field fair than jumping on a bunch of dudes uh, in tight pants hitting each other yeah hitting each other like Mach 5 getting concussions hell yeah that's awesome it pass it is pretty fucking
2: awesome that's
0: a dark that's a dark thing to say no
1: okay uh, yeah, man, I, saw, brain, I don't, like, don't care <laughs>
2: brain damage is a big deal right now yeah, in I saw that uh, concussion sports man you know, yeah, I agree and I think
1: it's stupid I don't think we should have such a well I'm not gonna go that far I just think we shouldn't, we shouldn't have so much like glory for a sport that's so fucking dangerous well, the Here only problem is, the only
2: problem with that is if we take all the if we take all that away it's then gonna, we're gonna have to take their dollars away like yeah, they're gonna no, have I to agree. get paid.
1: Yeah, I agree. Very, very low. Like that's the incentive.
2: Almost just what I would get paid doing whatever it is that I would do.
1: Right. Like they get paid, it, paid to get like hurt. Like a
2: minimum wage. Yeah, they get paid because they're taking the risk. That's and the it's incentive. it's not fair to people who don't have that body type, who are so hella skilled that would be waxing these fools all up and down the field, but they have a size is difference. That you? Fuck yeah, it's me. I want to <laughs> fucking wax these assholes all over the field.
1: If I wasn't. Tiny.
2: <laughs> and weak. Taylor's
1: not tiny. He's actually a jock. He's a, he's a, he's a mongoloid a person. A tiny
2: one who can't compete because these guys are so big. Yeah, that's problem, yeah. You
1: so know, So if, they, they're, if they're
2: not out there risking their lives, we have to take their dollars away because they don't deserve to be in that position because there could be so many more people in that position.
1: Well, but that's the thing. is, as other sports don't have that aggression. They get paid more. Like, do you understand? The, Did NFL get Players get paid like they get paid more than the top. anybody.
0: Yeah, top. Um, I, I, I heard it. I could be wrong. They get paid more than rugby players, and rugby players beat more the shit, shit out of yeah, each other. I, yeah, I agree. But
1: you know, so you're saying a football that they they beat each other, but like rugby is worse. Well, I'm saying soccer and football in, in England. And the, Paul Pogba, <laughs> the French uh, mid- midfield, got paid. Hundreds of millions of dollars for a contract, just a one, like three year contract.
2: Okay. Well, my boy Matty Ice just signed the largest NFL contract in NFL history.
1: I believe it was 150 million for like five years. That's nothing. 300 million for like two seasons. That's a lot of money. And that's for a sport that you fall on purpose. So I think context out of the Now, basketball's
0: a sport where you fall on purpose. You know what I'm
1: saying,
2: <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, like LeBreezy. I see where you're saying that's a big contract, and I bet you there are probably several bigger contracts easily like, in soccer. But I, I would have to look; we'd have to look this up and see if, like the average. you right. yeah, is probably you're right. higher. I'm, I'm just saying
1: I don't think contact uh, has as much to roll or as much influence on money as just like the environment that they're playing around. You know, like it's the world sport. It's the American sport.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'd have to check the television ratings. Like people, I mean, I, the,
1: the the people die, die do, the, the doing the Super NASCAR. Bowl. Well,
2: yeah, the Super Bowl gets the ratings. Though that's that. Yeah, like the are. highest ratings out of fucking anything. Uh,
1: right. I'm pretty sure the World Cup is the highest rating.
0: Ever. Resident soccer guy over here. Resident Car guy, boat guy, no, no, no. Soccer, soccer
1: guy. I'm pretty sure the World Cup final is the high, most watched like television broadcasting thing in the world ever, every single year, every single four years. You're on the
0: wrong podcast. Joe Rogan, we got a new host, co-host for you. (laughs) We'll we'll trade him.
2: Apparently he likes (laughs) soccer. So if you're going to do a lot of soccer episodes. I just, I like soccer, I guess. Yeah, but it, he likes soccer, but he's not going to support the number one soccer team in all existence, Atl United.
1: It's not, not your MLS, dude. That's not the best soccer number team. one soccer team in the exists. Champions League. No, you're not. You're not in the UEFA Cup. You're not in. Well, we're not no. in the
2: league. We can't even compete. If I gotta hear yeah, him you talking about soccer
0: for five more minutes, you I'm gonna not. flip this motherfucking table. Let's jump into today's
1: episode. Damn it! <laughs> is it about
2: Atlanta United?
0: It is. Atlanta actually. United is not
1: that great. They're a good team for the MLS.
2: Uh, Atlanta United, Johnny does not. He does not represent the podcast opinion on Atlanta United as a team. Uh, for the MLS, they're great, but they're not a great, great team. They're also new. We're apologizing for him because he's not going to do it himself. We're sorry, Atlanta United. We're sorry, all Atlanta fans. Okay, We're
0: sorry to our listeners because we're going to change our fucking genre to sports now, thanks to Johnny. Well,
2: su- I, last week we switched it to the Ocho, so I guess we're, <laughs> we're there. We are. We're as yeah, well. We we <laughs> we're <laughs> the Ocho. <laughs>
0: Today's podcast, just like last week's podcast, is brought to you by Glorp Gum. If you guys want to buy an amazing piece of gum and also get a free t-shirt with it, you can do that right now. The gum is delicious and the t-shirt is dope as hell. Uh, we have an offer code. You can go over to GlorpGum.com and type in the code I am a I'mABroLever, I apostrophe M, space A, space Bro BroLever, B-R-O-L-I-V-E-R, and you can save 15% on an order of $20 or more, which is friggin' sweet. <sighs> I gotta come down from all that. Was fun. I want to know what this podcast is about. Well, I want the listeners to know, and I want Johnny to know, but I know. (laughs) He knows. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it was a doozy. It was going through a lot of different options, and then this one just hit me. It came to me in the night.
2: Hit him like a big old linebacker.
0: It was an epiphany. Also, Johnny's wearing sunglasses right now, and I can't tell who he's looking at. I'm looking at you. All right.
1: (laughs) Sorry.
2: With his right eye. It's very, if
0: with, <laughs> it's kind of I don't know I, I
1: just like I wanted to wear sunglasses so I'm doing it
0: Johnny's a reptile person he can make one eye go one way and one eye go another way like the Zuckerman <laughs> I'm a lizard person Zuckerman Does I say Zuckerberg Zuckerberg
1: whatever Mark the Zuck he's a lizard person
0: hey that's that's for another podcast <laughs> oh. mm. that one's coming don't hey, you worry we're not trying to get our Facebook page shut down <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right, well, here we go. Let's dive into today's episode that I was hoping would provide more humor for the darkness that we provided the listeners with <laughs> for the last three episodes, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark again. We're getting probably the darkest I think we've gotten so far. We can't go darker um, than I, this.
2: I wear a lot of black clothing, Nick, so I'm ready for the darkness. Bring it on, and I do believe in a thing called love.
0: I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I was born in the
2: darkness, I...
1: Die. That was oh, your hand. That was impressive. I was made by the darkness.
2: That's just coming out of his mouth, and that's yeah. the only line I know. So if you say another line, I can it's say like, another one. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> just being, I forgot. I haven't even watched the movie. There's something related to Batman.
2: It's <laughs> a Batman.
1: Batman. Right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's party. <sighs> darkness. Here we go. I see a little silhouette of a man. It's got a has Got a see the Vendendo. Thunderbolt and lightning.
2: Very very frightening.
1: Galileo.
0: Galileo.
2: Galileo.
1: Galileo.
0: So I know what you're thinking. These lyrics are clearly from the 1975 hit, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. While there are a lot of different theories as to what this song really means, many believe it comes down to being about a man who kills someone and sells his soul to the devil. Mm. Throughout the song, the man then attempts to regain his soul from the devil by calling out to God. The use of religion in the song leads people to see a very cult-esque approach to the song itself. But no one will ever know, as this is just simply musical conspiracy. Because Freddie's gone. But Rhapsody wasn't the only bohemian thing that was surrounded by conspiracy and influenced by cult-sounding tendencies. Hmm. In on. Monte Rio, California, on Bohemian Avenue, a place exists that is surrounded by mysteriously, mysteriously I like that. mysteries, and secrecy. <laughs> this place is known as Bohemian Grove. Bohemian
2: Grove. I've heard of this place. What? I've heard of this place.
1: Wait, you're, you're saying that that has to do with Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen?
2: No, that was just a misdirection. Oh, oh, shit. does contain the word Bohemian, and it all, yeah. is it proven for sure that Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't have anything to do with it? It is not proven. There is
0: no proof as to what even Freddie Mercury said over and over. He said, Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm not going to say what it's about. But some say it's about his past and what his, you know, the demons that he fought with growing up with his parents. He killed a man,
1: mama. And he said, I'm sorry. Yep. He killed the inner man inside of him. Oh, he gave it away. Yeah. He had to kill
2: that. He had to suppress the inner person inside of him, you know, so he could be who they wanted him to be. But he he could never be be that man. Nope. And that person died.
0: It did, yeah. It's deeper. But then he resold his soul to fame. Resell. And then fame gave him a voice. Very similar. Beautiful voice. To the things that go on in Bohemian Grove. Wait, how? Well, let's dig a little deeper, Johnny, shall we?
1: Yeah, we shall. We shall. Established in
0: 1878, Bohemian Grove is a 2,700-acre campground located at 20601 Bohemian Avenue in Monte Rio, California. I don't recommend going there, and you're going to find out why. <laughs> Bohemian Grove belongs to a private San Francisco-based gentleman's club known as the Bohemian Club. In mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts a two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. Men that have included Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, George H.W. Bush, Clint Eastwood, and Teddy Roosevelt. Clint Eastwood? It's presidents,
1: right? Except well, Clint I Eastwood. mean, except Clint Eastwood. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Bill Clinton.
0: But— uh, did you say Bill Clinton? I did
1: not say Bill Clinton. Ah. That's what I thought. So I, I, I heard Clinton. I heard Clinton. Ah. yeah. So the point
0: is, these are, these are some of the most influential. But the club is only open to wealthy and influential men who pay very high membership fees and dues, and who must often wait fifteen years for an opening, as the club only limits itself to twenty seven hundred people.
1: Whoa! Wait, wait. So there's twenty seven hundred people that are that influential, and you have to get on a list. that yes. is Expensive.
0: Yeah. And so, so they, the the first fee to get in to pay is twenty five thousand dollars to get in the club.
2: So Kanye started getting popular around two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that.
0: Yeah,
1: so he he's right he on qualifies. pace. Yeah, he's like
2: right there now. He's
1: wait. Yeah, so let me let me this, be in there. let me get this straight. So you gain fame or you you become influential, and then you have to apply, and then however many years later, you have to pay twenty five thousand.
0: You pay to apply. Okay. And then you have to wait that's upwards your, to fifteen years to actually be accepted. Starting, what if you die? Well, then you lost twenty five thousand dollars. But that's not if you're if you're truly influential and wealthy. That's not an uh, option. They for better you. have really good it's soap in the bathroom. Th-
1: they better have a bathroom in the bathroom. They better have like hand yeah. soap. Like that's expensive. Sounds like a campground, though. I mean, that's <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, it's just just going just to camp. <laughs> they better have a really nice like they have really poop nice shovels, everything. Yeah, they better have
2: really nice everything. That's expensive as shit. What's this right. place about?
0: So, I'm getting there, but what, what was really fascinating when doing the research is that this is on 2,700 acres, and they only accept 2,700 mm. people. One
2: person per acre. One person per acre. Weird.
0: Like a right. plot of land? Like a plot of land. Like and as that,
2: if that's a magic number for population mm. in general? Because
1: like, yes. that's a weird number to go off of. It's not It's not even. It's not like 25. 30. Or maybe
2: 2,700 was just the amount of land that was able to be Available? got. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. And you're like, yeah. well, based upon this number, we can have 2,700 people. One per.
1: Yep. One per acre.
0: Well, and how long are they there for two weeks? They are there for two weeks.
1: Two weeks, one per one per land. I'm doing math in my head right now. Yeah. And Hopefully
2: this doesn't turn out like a, a Firefly Festival. What do you mean? That's what it sounds like. That Ja Rule Festival? Man, you didn't hear about that? Mm-mm. It was like last year, the year before that? It was like this giant fucking festival, right? Yep. That Ja Rule and this... What later proved to be a con man. Um, like, this young guy, like, in his early 20s, somehow got all these investments to where they set they set up this uh, music festival, pop music festival, on an island. I don't know what island it was, but it's, like, a tropical island. Very small. And they were charging, like, thousands of dollars for tickets. And like, they got stuck there? Many, many thousands of dollars for tickets. Yeah, like, people arrived, yeah. and there was, like, where nothing there. They had, like, FEMA tents and shit for their bungalow, you know, things. The food was, like, supposed to be five-star chef food. Like, these people paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for all-encompassing thing. Mm -hmm. And the food would be, like, a to-go container
1: with, like, lettuce and a tomato and shit like Just a carrot.
2: Yeah, and, like, people were fucking
1: freaking out. And then they couldn't leave, right? Like, there was no way to get off?
2: Yeah, they couldn't just leave immediately. I remember no, that. There wasn't food to feed them. Do you remember People that?
1: just start stealing, like, places to sleep.
2: Like, I'm, just, this is my fucking couch now. No, that, this is my tent or whatever.
1: Civilization just went nasty. Yep. Yeah. it's fascinating. 27,000 acres. 2,700. Sorry. 27 yeah. I'm going to take a zero off that number then. 2,700. That's still <laughs> a lot of, that's still a lot of acreage. <laughs> it's a keen listener, Johnny is. <laughs> Guys, I'm running out of whole, all this stuff, like, in real time. My head running sucks. So
0: we're talking about num- numerology here. Numerology. So 27, the number 27 actually means that... Uh, this person has uh, a spiritual gift, and 27 means the person has the highest wisdom without having to search for love from others.
1: Wait, what? That, that, so that's what the number... the
0: number 27 stands for. This is like an angel number. It's in okay. f- the, in faith. So, so th- if we're talking cult, religion, that aspect of things, 27 actually means the number of highest wisdom.
2: Okay, as like 6 means, oh, it's the mark of the beast. 7 right. is like a, a religious thing, like Nick, a godly number. Nick okay. called you?
0: 27. Hmm.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: shit. Interesting.
2: Yeah, we've actually established that. Yeah. And we've got to be very careful for this year.
0: Got the trifecta. We
2: have to make sure that Nick doesn't write any really, really good music.
0: Because we don't <laughs>
2: want him to die. <laughs> we he don't want to die. He's, he's
1: the highest wisdom. This might be his peak. Oh, I hate oh, this. Shit. I hate it so, so much. So you get dumber?
2: <laughs> <It's getting older>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Taylor, how old are you, Taylor? I guess I'm the dumbest one here. I'm 32, I, think, I thought and, I had Yeah, the, we established that. I'm 32. Sure I hold
0: the title for dumbest person. No, he definitely does. John's pretty dumb. Yeah, I feel like I hold the uh, title what, <laughs> what a dumbass. So keep that in mind. So keep 2,700 acres, 2,700 members, and then 27, meaning, meaning you know, we're not going to go back to it. There is but no surprise. But
1: 25000 to pay to get in.
0: Yeah, 25000 to pay. Okay. It could have been raised to 27. I don't know. There's not a lot known about this. It so makes I,
1: sense to be 27. Maybe, maybe, maybe the extra 2,000 is to gain entrance once yeah. you're applying.
0: Or maybe 25000 is a public number that is there to throw off that third 27. Because you got twenty seven mm. acres, twenty seven hundred acres, twenty seven hundred people, and then where's that third twenty
2: seven? God damn, mm, yeah, it's crazy. Somewhere else in there, it's got to be.
0: So think about it. So during the summer encampment, the men are assigned to different camps within the Bohemian Grove. So this is where they're this is where they sleep. Okay. These camps, and, and they're assigned to. So you know Ronald Reagan's assigned to one camp, George H W Bush assigned is to another. Is Bill Clinton. Or no, sorry. With we'll, there with, is no fact with, that Bill Clinton,
1: uh, with, <laughs> with Clinton is in uh, this thing. I'm sorry.
0: I get For like fuck a fuck's sake, I Johnny. Get, I get a sign
1: like with like Roosevelt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, we get to share a campground. I wonder if these were all like
2: in the group, they would consider them each other good and like worthy people, or just is I wonder if like influence is all that mattered? Because obviously Bill Clinton and the Clintons would be influential, but yeah, a lot of people think that they're like insanely bad people to the core. So I wonder if that.
0: Well, Bill Clinton. let we'll find out no, if he was in it I, or not. Nothing yeah. has proven that Bill Clinton was a part of Bohemian Fucking Grove. I never said anything. Well, it's even, gonna come up on I'm Google in the searches of now. All so. the names that I said, <laughs> Bill Clinton was not one of. Yeah, the you said like five presidents and then the Clinton. So I just assumed it was Bill. Listen, there aren't a lot of facts. I just read the most influential names on the list, and these <laughs> names stopped at a certain point, And now there's no information about who currently is a part of Bohemian Grove. But we're getting there. Ooh. So the camps include the Hillbillies, Wait. the Mandalay, what? the Caveman. What? The Stoneaway, the Uplifters, the Owl's Nest, the Hideaway, the Isle of Aves, the Lost Angels, the Silverado Squatters, the Semper Virens, the Hillside, and the Idlewild. Weird. What are these? These are all the camps inside Bohemian Grove. Those so are it's all like, the camps? Yeah, it's basically like all the cabins that are there and, yeah. and the specific group is assigned to each cabin and that's how they classify themselves. You know, it sounds like summer camp. Yeah. It's very much summer like, camp for yeah, middle like aged yeah.
2: people. Chipmunk bunk. You know? It is like <laughs>
0: chipmunk bunk <laughs> from <of> heavyweights. <laughs> but each camp has a captain, and one of his many jobs is to upkeep the area, similar to a camp frat counselor. house.
1: Or camp counselor.
0: Or a frat house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Along with the sleeping quarters or camps, there are central spaces for recreation and entertainment. These areas include. The Grove stage, which uh, the Grove stage has the second largest pipe organ on that stage for reasons we don't know why. Very hard instrument to play. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're like expensive
1: and, and this is out they're just a there. A campsite. Of space. Yeah. That's like hard to keep up. In the middle of the woods. A
0: campsite? In the middle of the woods, surrounded by very large walls.
2: I, I read the other day, side note, uh, in Atlanta at the Tabernacle. I don't know if I read this correctly, but it's the largest pipe organ that it still works.
0: Really? Still in so, use, the second, yeah. the, so the use. It's not actually in use there. But. Taylor, are you
2: part of
1: this group? Are you part of the Bohemian Grove? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> I'm very
2: influential, but <laughs> I'm not
1: rich. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't have to. Maybe Taylor's so influential that the money, they just kind of like uh, pass it off. Yeah, there's a balance there.
0: So the areas include, include the Grove Stage, the Field Circle, the Campfire Circle, the Museum Stage, the Dining Circle, the Clubhouse, and the Owl Shrine and Lake. And like many clubs, there was a motto, and that motto is, Weaving spiders come not here. This implied that outside concerns and business deals are to be left at the door and not allowed inside. So no business talk at all.
1: Okay, okay. This is a pleasure trip, not a business trip, gentlemen.
2: Okay, so yeah, maybe these guys, it's like, you can think of it as like a safe haven where all these really influential people can go for a small amount of time, and they know... They'll be around other influential people. Yeah, that's actually. But they're not going to get hit with all these like business propositions and like ulterior motives and shit like that. Right.
1: At a certain point, if you're influential enough, every person you meet is going to be looking at you as a uh, avenue
2: for their
0: benefit.
1: Yeah. Even if
2: it's someone who's like coming at you in a genuine way, yeah. Though
1: it's still in the back of their
2: mind, it's like, oh, there's something here. There's got to be an an ulterior motive. It's a
0: space where, in essentially, like they're all equals. Yeah. They're all wealthy. They all paid to be there. They have the money. They're influential. They're in a space. It's
1: harmless. They all apparently like owls. They the hear the owls owl comes up a bit, quite right. a bit. interesting Interesting. No, that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. So it's all crazy. Let me see. I want to see what the owl. I didn't do this in my research, but I want to see what the owl symbolizes very quickly. An
1: average, an average, a celebrity and like of high enough status, to like Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus, Michael Jackson. At a certain point, they can't live without people always being like up their ass with like like celebrity stardom. So this has got to be a place where they can go and feel like a normal human, right? People take yeah. like people always always overlook that like oh I wish I was famous but like dude it would fucking suck sometimes to be famous.
0: Well, an owl is known to symbolize good luck and protection from suffering. Ooh, okay. So we have the number twenty seven, which means you know power, you know high the highest power of wisdom. And then, this and then we have the owl it's good luck and protection from suffering so
1: what other infinity stones can we add up in this uh, so it seems
2: like what if like uh the 27 is like they got some information that they're protecting in some way like maybe highest level of knowledge maybe they've got something no knowledge
0: wise Hmm. we're gonna find out oh
1: shit my god
0: so leading, leading up to this point this seemed like a harmless place where People, <laughs> men, could go and see themselves as equals and influential. It was, it was
1: just men. It was just men. Loss, only right. men. That's kind of sexist. Like it's very.
0: Way. But this. You keep in mind, this was established in the 1800s. It, oh, okay, okay. This is a long time ago. I wonder if it was around.
1: established it's, today, if it would still I mean, stick to America that. was established a long time ago, but we don't only allow men into like liquor stores.
0: Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is there was actually a lawsuit in the early 1900s against it for being sexist. Oh, wow. And it just got thrown out.
2: out. Yeah, right. It's a private club. Yeah, boys I mean, only, did, no girls allowed. Gentlemen's clubs, Like right. That's their purpose is No women. Like, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know if this is real. Uh, all, our families are all heavily involved in golf. <laughs> you hear know, the whole thing? Uh, golf uh, stand for uh, guys only, ladies forbidden. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but, you know, Augusta National that. Uh, didn't have a woman play the course until very
1: recently. Wow. Yeah, women aren't allowed there. It's probably because of that rule that if you hit your ball. Like closer than the woman's or elderly tee to drop trow and walk to your ball. You <sighs> ever that? heard that? I, that? I don't. Well, there obviously aren't women's tees there. There's just, no. Just I elderly, think there's just one tee. box or, whole, sure. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's huh. yeah. You heard that, that story? If you if you drive and you don't from from the the, the tee, if you don't make it to the the kids or elderly tee, you drop trow and walk.
2: Man, that's a pretty short drive, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs>
1: Johnny, the resident,
0: you
2: to the next tee or whatever. You, yeah, you dink it. If you like, if you, like, <laughs> you uh, warm burn it, we've all done that. I've done that.
1: We've done it. We've done it. Yeah, I've definitely done it a couple times. But, but there, I've not yeah, drop trail.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the private club uh, idea where it's either women only or guys only that totally exists. Right. Uh, cool with
1: that if there is an equal. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to sound non like 100 non sexist here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if there is Decided. a if there's if there's this uh, what was it called Bohemian Club. I know
0: how much you're listening. It's called Bohemian Grove.
1: <laughs> Bohemian Grove, it's the club. If there was, there was like a Bohemian women's club, like I'm sure that would be just as like hard to get into. It should be, rightfully so. Right. Like if that's their
2: purpose, if they create it, and that's the purpose. Like oh, but get away but from enough, your man. Did you guys see this past week, uh Boy Scouts of America Yeah. Uh, letting little girls in. Good. Yeah, that's really cool. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, it, they kinda I think they made the mistake of separating them in the first place. Right. It should have just been one thing. It's like a community it's, it's thing. Living skills, you know, it's not like boy living skills girl living skills yeah. and plus we could have been in the boy scouts and got all them damn cookies dude <laughs> how much cooler would that have been right?
1: I would have joined if I were to get those damn Samoas
2: well I, I would just say it needs to be a double edged sword if the boy, boy scouts were letting in the girls girl scouts gotta let in the boys so we can get our hands on them cookies man dude. I would be slanging those things when I was a little kid dude so good
1: do you guys hear that
0: yeah, it's a siren. Oh,
2: okay. Something's going on. No,
1: honestly, like the best
2: part. We're
0: talking of- about Bohemian Grove, guys. We're, <laughs> they got us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a very rare crime just happened in Spring Hill. This is like the most suburbia place I've ever been with the greenest only. grass. So. I've never seen more kids in my life on like a summer day. It's like perpetually a summer day here with like sprinklers going. It's family central, man. I didn't think a siren would exist out here. Yeah, I
0: didn't, they, not many.
2: So that must have been from neighboring Shelbyville. We we hear the siren from Shelbyville, Probably. It's
0: a loud one. <laughs> so besides, you know, the, the club being strict you know, strict to men, it costing a lot of money, there's nothing wrong with any pieces of information I've given so yeah, far. It's been pretty solid. It's weird for a bunch of grown men to ha to, to live this lifestyle and sure. feel like they you know they need to do this. But this is where things take quite a dark turn. It's oh. so what makes this entire club interesting, are the reports of what they might do inside. (laughs) Sinister things. Sinister. Evil things that could only... or That could be the reason these men are in power. At the base of the Owl Shrine, which is one of their many areas of entertainment, it's a 40-foot owl concrete statue. Sounds pretty badass. Yeah, sounds like dope. Well, what's not dope about that is that they say... Human sacrifices are made once a year during a ceremony ceremony called the cremation of care. Whoa. While this started as a dramatic recreation of a sacrifice during one of the many plays that these guys happen to watch during their encampment, in nineteen thirteen it was separated and made its own event, which some have reported that actual sacrifice of human beings and children occur in order as an a quote unquote exercising of demons to ensure the success of the ensuing Two weeks. This is how a weekend at Bohemian Grove starts. What a great way to start your week!
2: Sacrifice. That's kind of weird. Like, so it's like expel the demons. Like, take this one. All these like really powerful people have like sinister things in their head. They're like, okay, if we just kill this fucking little kid, they'll take it. Okay, that's out of my head for a little while, so I can wait until next year to to like I can hold everything inside for a full year until next year I can murder another little kid or you know sacrifice somebody.
0: That's
1: weird, dude. It's so they're sacrificing this a, a human. You said sh- child or woman? to... No, not a
0: child. Johnny, just fucking listen. I, I'm writing it down. I, you're not writing anything down. Wait, we're well, not talking about rescue boats. We're you, talking, you, you <laughs> a, a person or a child? Oh,
1: I wonder well, they're, they're how. Both people. So they're sacrificing to this this creature that essentially has no. It's not a creature. It's well, a te- it's a shrine of for an owl. Fuck's sake. I'm saying shut up. <laughs> no, no <I, laughs> the, the shrine of the owl, but the owl is uh, uh, symbolizing, like you said earlier, like. If 27 was like, like the powerful wisdom. number, like all wisdom, wisdom. the owl was like, fuck, what was it again?
0: They're sacrificing... The, Look the, down at your paper you've been writing shit down on.
1: Um, <laughs> I guess I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> but what does the owl represent again?
0: I'm not even going to tell you. All right,
1: fine. Well, they're, they're sacrificing your dick. They're sacrificing this, this human to uh, a shrine, essentially, to demons. And the owl represents whatever virtue you were talking about. And that's supposed to expel all their bad shit. And they can spend those next two weeks just being normal humans. Being dudes, yeah. Now they got the killing out of the way. Then they can do arts and crafts. They can like whittle <laughs> stuff out of
2: wood. They can go music. canoeing. Let's go. Let's go in the, the pond. Well, <laughs> so I mean, little side note. I'm in a gang. I don't know if you guys know that. But you uh, watch a lot of my, you look at a lot of my pictures. I throw up a gang sign.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. What is that gang sign? It's an owl. That's a fucking owl, Johnny. So, yeah, you cross your arms, open your uh, you okay signs.
0: Are you publicly admitting that you're part of Bohemian Grove? Maybe maybe there's a Georgia chapter. He's I don't know. It's the
1: shrine. <laughs> I am the shrine. Yeah. Sacrifice.
2: <laughs> oh good God. I'm not in a gang. PSA, don't join gangs.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just Taylor's <laughs> the only gang member and leader. It's a nice gang. It just brings <laughs> yeah, happiness we, and laughter. Like we
2: grow gardens, we clean up the inner cities. Yeah, throw your trash. recycle. <laughs> we, yeah, we recycle, <laughs> pick up trash, we rock, we walk old ladies to across the street.
1: It's it's a good, it's like not even a gang. Oh, dude,
2: when I was looking for my story this morning, I found an article talking about plogging. It's a new trend. It's plogging. What? Pretty cool. All you guys need to get out there and start plogging. If you guys are just jogging, switch it over to plogging, please. So plogging is apparently where you go jogging, exercise, Mm -hmm. and on your jog, you pick up Litter.
1: Yeah, just it, fucking pick up that letter. Then you can little back exercise for like the uh, the deadlift of, yeah. a, of a little bit of garbage. A little plastic,
2: Yeah. So you're yeah you're exercising and you're picking up trash, man. Making the world a real better place. Good job, bloggers.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: That's a great trend. That's I love that. Positive yeah, that's cool. Environmental thing. I yeah. feel like we're twisting the idea of human sacrifice and turning it into something positive. <laughs> so we're, we're we're removing the darkness from the podcast. To just like remind or people, adding light to something. Super insert bad. fluffy
2: clouds, please. Yeah. Right
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> there there still good people out there.
2: I wonder where they get, like, the people that they sacrifice.
0: So, apparently, they're, like, classified as lower-class poor people. Man. They're...
2: Yeah. Which, in their, like, position would be literally everybody else.
0: That's not them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who can't afford $25,000 as a application fee?
0: Yeah. So, they say that people who come to <laughs> Bohemian Grove, because, the, like, you can Google it. It's public. The address is public. Both I, I open the podcast reading the address. Yeah. Anybody can go there. They say that... If you are lower class and you go to Bohemian Grove and they catch you, they will keep you and you will be the human sacrifice for the year.
2: Well, it's like a gated, and protected area, though, right? Yeah, like, I could jump uh, the gate. So you'd but have if to like, find break you, in, I guess. But
0: yeah, there apparently there yeah. there are no trespassing signs everywhere. Just drone it. And so if you trespass and happen to miss the sign, you could be the sacrifice for the year. Dog, it's like a turkey on like Thanksgiving.
2: Huh. Well, uh, how- <laughs> <that sucks. laughs> well, how? It sucks. Well, how? How? Who like had the knowledge of this? Like, I'm sure if they're doing this shit and they're murdering people, they want to keep it under wraps. Like, funny thing you say really
0: about that, and also use the word under wraps. Are mummies involved? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what? They, they, like they might be. Holy shit. While a lot of people demand truth, there are uh, there there is photo evidence of these sacrifices in National Geographic. Photo evidence, yeah. National from, Geographic from the like 1913, That's National Geographic, right there. <laughs> eee. <laughs> graphic content right there.
2: It's an international publication, correct? I don't know. Yeah. National Geographic, yeah. International graphic.
0: International geographic. Internationally graphic <laughs> content. But in in National Geographic, they did have photos. There are four photos that you can look up. I can't show you the photos cuz it's a podcast but i can link it on our facebook can page. You
1: describe it to me please in detail.
0: Um it is just three different images of them sacrificing uh somebody. Weird. Like, it's crazy there are candles and all that stuff. It's nuts. In 1913
2: with the what were the cameras were like black and white old. I guess it was still like point and shoot though it wasn't like uh <laughs> a crank and shit. You, all right, so take 45 saying? seconds for this picture <laughs> Give me a minute.
0: and a big like a bright explosion with gunpowder and it shit. It was the big like Stretchy cameras like the oh, yeah, 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 okay. they yeah. look like an accordion, so, like,
2: take a picture like a Polaroid, yep, okay,
0: yeah. And and there were, uh, there are just like any club, there are club like yearbooks essentially where at the uh. end and on eBay sometimes you can see a Bohemian Grove yearbook pop up and That's you can buy crazy. it yearbook. yeah it's like a yearbook and ah, it's pictures I wonder if they all sign it some of them
2: do <laughs> see, you year, the fu- yeah. <laughs> see you next year Teddy
1: see you next year I
0: had great quilting with you <laughs> but there are pictures inside the book from inside I mean it's literally like someone goes around the camera like hey and all, it's members only for yearbook the book staff. Yep. Yeah. weird dude and the people who don't believe it anymore and, and want to get rid of that part of their past they sell them on eBay but the books that are on eBay are the ones from the years that are like low key because they got more private about things. Ah. But one of the most compelling pieces of evidence comes from a radio show host by the name of Alex Jones. Alex Jones?
2: I know Alex Jones.
0: And his cameraman, who both infiltrated the Grove in July of 2000. Brave men. Did these guys not know who Alex Jones was? Was he not around in 2000?
2: Was he not like a popular face?
0: He was just a radio host back then. Weird. Yeah.
2: Ah, but Alex he, Jones went he, into this motherfucker? He got in. What?
0: And during the infiltration, they managed to document the frat-like appearance of the entire encampment. But the most alarming thing they captured was a piece of the cremation of care ceremony to which they burned a coffin with a mummified body inside. Mummified. Moving and trembling. And they deemed this mummified person as care. So the cremation of care. So care was whatever the mummified thing was. What? The footage is equal parts terrifying and disturbing as a large voice booms over a loudspeaker reciting this really fucked up verse that sounds very culty and there are very loud screams heard from whatever was inside the coffin while it was burning.
2: Damn.
0: So even if this was a stage production how would these wealthy men find joy in opening their weekend with watching like the darkest shit ever of like lighting a fire with a Person, quote unquote, inside of it Haunting screaming.
1: Screams. It would have to be them essentially like expelling or thinking they're expelling their demons, like a purge, but just for this one day. Oh, one day isn't one this purge.
0: Like my curiosity yeah. wouldn't even peak. Like I wouldn't want to be like, hey guys, let's go. Chill. You know, it'd be great a play where yeah. a bunch of people in robes stand around this giant fucking eagle or owl and burn this coffin alive, and then there are actual screams as if it's simulating something that's reality. That'd be crazy. Uh,
2: yeah, that would crazy because like I don't want that. Yeah, and then the question like, okay, so are are these people like into it? Like, ah, uh, I'm loving that we're doing this. Or they're like, I can't believe that we have to do this, but we have to do this. So it's I mean just, they're, they're, let's just muscle through it. We'll get to the. Next they're joining thing. the club
1: intentionally, right?
2: Yeah, but maybe there's you know that's hopefully the burning of the body is not why they're joining the club. Hopefully they're just that's still it.
1: like. Oh God! I can't believe we're fucking doing this. But if, and if then they yeah, we're like, well, we have to. If they're joining yeah. the the club, they're taking like I'm saying, like if they, they know it's going to happen they, when they, they join. If, if, sure, don't, if, if do they that. don't want to do it, just don't do it again. Then if if, if, if it's just saying, like, don't be in the club. Yeah. You've already yeah, invested. but they want to be in the club, obviously, yeah. for whatever the know. other reasons are. I guess in my non, um, uh, non-super wealthy, non-influential mind, I'm like, this doesn't sound like a great deal. Uh, you have to watch somebody get murdered, but I get two weeks with my buddy. It's awesome. Well, but you know, if- Johnny,
2: if you really want to make a change, you're going to have to get in there and you're going to have to make that change happen yourself. With those people or, or me? you got to get in there and you got to make the change happen. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: the crazy thing is, what if there is and we're going to get into it in a second i just have one little bit here left and because i want to spend some time on the hypotheticals but you know what if there is a higher power at play i mean we have the number 27 we have the owl we have all these different things that represent different things and sacrifice usually means you know you sacrifice to gain yeah. if you're speaking from a cult perspective mm-hmm. so what if these guys have to do this in order to like pe- retain their wealth and their status or appease some higher power yeah and it's very yeah. similar to something we all know is the illuminati but <laughs> we're not gonna jump ahead <laughs> hey so the thing about the bohemian groves grove is that it exists there's proof that it exists there's an address that it exists everything is is real there are even quotes from uh, nixon himself and other members publicly speaking about it and even trying to dodge questions and in interviews when they come up one for example is politician david gergen When asked about Bohemian Grove in an interview by Alex Jones, he said, I am a member, quote, I am a member of, I'm going to start over. (laughs) I am a member of the Bohemian Grove, but it is inappropriate for me to talk about anything outside of that. So then Alex Jones asked a follow-up question about the rituals that happened there, and Gergen responded, it's none of your damn business.
2: (laughs) Even large
0: companies have members within the Bohemian Grove some say with time Warner uh and they ensure that media coverage of it stays as silent as possible so large you know media coverage companies from either NBC or Fox or Time Warner they're actually they have members inside and those members control whether whether or not things come out about Bohemian Grove there's not uh, a lot weird. on the internet you can't find a lot
2: right nothing it blows my mind that Alex Jones got in there like i, I... That's just he's like claim pretty, to fame. Yeah, he's a pretty eccentric guy. You know, if you know his his stuff, he, he yeah. out he's out there. He believes in a lot of crazy shit.
0: He's insane. Yeah, yeah.
2: and he's like he, he's like a heated guy. So, I don't know. You take that with a grain of salt, but I I want to believe that he got in there and really got some info. And he
0: wrote a whole article. I mean, there's a whole article. He even interviewed people who who don't believe in it, who did it. Uh, do, you know, we're in Bohemian Grove and they got out because they're like, this is crazy. I can't do this. Well, I,
2: another part of that is. When they get out, man, why would it be different than any other, like, gang or whatever? Like, yo, you're in. There is no getting out. Right. You know? You think if there's something, if there really is some kind of a knowledge they're gaining, and they're fucking murdering people, you'd think that you wouldn't want to be like, yo, I was in that club. Yeah. And then, because if at some point it is proven that you guys were murdering people? Yeah. You're, you're
1: associated fried, you're, you're associated fried. with
0: murder. but yeah. the, And that brings in, and that's the thing, there are a lot of hypotheticals at play and we can cover them all, but that's the thing. Like, Why has this not been investigated? Are the members paying off Monte Rio law enforcement to allow them to do whatever they want? Are they paying the FBI? Is this part of the Illuminati? Who else is a part of this club? What else do they do behind the closed doors yeah. in the two weeks that they're there? If they make one human sacrifice on the opening night, what do they do for two other weeks?
2: Yeah, like is there a lake? Is there a river? Are they fishing? Are they canoeing? What are they doing?
0: Right. So there are so many questions at play here, and only one true attempt to expose the true nature of the Grove, and that was 18 years ago. 18 years ago. There was a little moment in 2014 um, where a sacrifice happened, video appeared on the internet, and then the video was gone.
1: So in 2000, there was a, a tried— that was like Alex ex- Jones. Alex Jones. Ex-
0: okay, okay. Yeah, so he was there.
1: Well, another
2: thing there is, you know, Alex Jones is all over the internet, you know. Would they? Would the Grove want him to just continue to be on the internet so they can say, yeah, Alex Jones says all this crazy shit. Sure, he said all this stuff about the Grove, but we're going to let him be, and that in some way is proof that the Grove is harmless.
0: Well, I think he dug his own hole because he says such crazy shit. Yeah. that yeah. They knew, and this is another hypothetical that we'll talk about, but they knew that he was going to basically dig his own hole and they don't have to do anything. Like, yeah. These guys... What? It's
1: dig your own grave, and dig your own hole. I Stop. mean it's a whole grave. I can say what the Could fuck I want.
0: Could be either one. Yeah. It's a hole or a grave. I'm Not saying he's gonna die, he's just digging himself in a hole, a deeper hole. All it's right. a saying, it's a phrase.
1: You're digging yourself in a deeper hole, I think, is than digging your own hole.
0: But digging your it doesn't matter. I, I think it
1: both applies. I think right. it's yeah, I, I just think, think it I just keep giggling when you say it. So I'm just
0: okay. User <laughs> listener poll. Johnny's turned into like <laughs> this like bad boy dickhead all of a sudden.
1: Whoa. I just because He's I'm got not hat putting up. His hat's on backwards. He's He's got some back, sunglasses sunglasses on. He's I'm,
0: not listening to the podcast. I, I'm
1: reading all these. He's written notes. like four notes Dude. down.
0: He's sitting
2: here cracking his knuckles. Yeah,
1: yeah. gritting <laughs> <laughs> my teeth, and listening to bad boy music. Okay,
0: <laughs> I can take my hat off. To He's like the stuff. villain in a high school <laughs> movie. I'm like I, the asshole. I think
2: you're sitting there listening to. Puff daddy music yeah, as in he, bad boy music. He's got, he got a wireless earbud in. Ear-
1: <laughs> earphone with <laughs> a gold chain. I'm just, I, I'm just uh, I think, less putting up with you guys' shit and just staying in my own little bubble over here. <laughs> <laughs> not since I'm a little boy you used to know. He ain't oh, swerving. He's, he's staying lying. in his lane. You don't like it? I'll turn my glasses off. I
0: don't like it. <laughs>
1: ah, hey, oh, there God. he is. He's my back. my eyes. He's so nice. It's really bright in this All room. I can see. I can see clearly. Oh, wait.
2: Nope. Nope. I'm blind. Johnny's a dick.
0: The Grove is still known as one of the most forbidden places in America. However, it still operates today. And we can only imagine what kind of stuff goes on in there. So, I have a couple hypotheticals here. Little pieces that we can talk about. Um, One of which, rumors are, all political business happens inside. Oh, So countries and stuff. Yeah, so they swear not to talk about business while they're there, but they actually are controlling what's going, what like how the fate of the world.
2: Yeah, those are the biggest decisions, I guess, that are happening
0: there because they're all influential people and they're paying to be there, and they're all talking to each other. Um, One instance is that in 1995, there's a, it's not a fact, but it is rumored that George W. Bush was in there because his father was a part of Bohemian Grove. He was in there and he's like hanging out by the lake, and he mentions. Oh, man, i make a great president. Five years later,
2: guess who president. became
0: president? George motherfucking Bush.
2: That is crazy. Like, they would have to be, con- like, I don't know anything about presidents or their competency or are they good for the job or whatever, but he seems like not a smart guy. <laughs> like, he was so, like, <laughs> hilariously dumb in the shit that he would say. Yeah. that It's like, what? How in the world? Like, I mean, dumber than Trump,
1: right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'd say pre-presidency, less successful for sure. And some of the things he says, you're like, what? Wait, can you repeat that? Both ends. But I would say uh, Bush has definitely been, like, known for his incompetency. (laughs) I mean, you fooled him once, you can't be fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you're saying that that because, or hypothetically, since he talked about it when his dad was – uh, at, at Bohemian Grove, it's like almost like ironic or like a message that he become became president yeah. years later.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like they found some validity in what he was saying. It was like, you really wouldn't make a good president. But since you said that, you got it in our brains. We're talking about it over here. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, he's, he's like the Marty Huggins. <laughs> so, we're going to implant him
1: as a president. They're going to so pull in. some strings. Yeah. This sounds a lot like the, the younger brother of the group. Like he goes to the thing and it's like, damn it, Georgie, you want to be president? Fuck. I don't want you to be my friend, but okay, you'll be president. Damn it. Which is weird because if what if Jeb Bush, if they would have
2: just made him president instead, it seems like it would have made more sense. He seems like a more competent person. But that's yeah. what they say it's is, is it, like, cover.
0: the camps that they split everybody up into, everyone in different camps represented different parts of our oh, business, business and political climate. Oh interesting. Right. So like one group would be like that, you know, they'd be like the political advisors and they'd be like, Oh yeah. George Bush said over by the lake that he wants to be president. Yeah, well, he seems pretty stupid, but hey, (laughs) it will work. And then they talk to, like, their captain talks to another captain of, like, the hillbillies. The the spokesman, essentially. Yeah, and then that captain talks to the hillbillies, and the hillbillies are, like, the tax people. Yeah, and they all work in you know the tax and accounting parts of our government, and then they're like, hey, yeah, man, this could be all right. Well, things might be- get really bad <laughs> financially for take. a while. <laughs> then it'll get good again. Like, fuck it, let's take the risk. And then they talk to the entertainment people, and the entertainment people are like, man, this could be great for us. Ratings could be high. It's gonna be great. And then they talk to the other people. And it's just, like, it's everyone... It's just everybody
1: across the world getting into a a camp. It's only 2,700 acres. Yeah. Uh, What's interesting to me is that there's different, like, you're essentially saying that that each one of these cabins has a different, like, mindset, political stance, or, like, position in power politically. Mm -hmm. I think it's funny because if there's, like, an alt-left, alt-right cabin and they're just, like, TPing each other, like, water bombs, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, ding-dong ditching. That's just, like, (laughs) all I can imagine is that, like, they're like, you're alt-left? Fuck you! like like, Put put itching powder in the (laughs) powder in the Exactly. It's, like, pranks for each other's political parties. But
0: that's what, that, that's the funny, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what like experts are saying. Is it like, they're they are not, they're not changing the fate of the world. They're not sacrificing people. They're just out, just letting loose, just having fun.
2: So I just don't understand why they would need all these other influential people to just do that.
0: You know, because
2: yeah. they have families and shit. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: That's what I have. a. am the disbeliever in the group, but I think it's weird that if let's say there's uh, 27,000 people who go to this, each one of those 27,000 people have.
0: 2700. What? 2700.
1: No, people, thousand people,
0: 2,700 people. People,
1: oh, sorry, 27. I guess I don't listen to this podcast. So, all these 2,700 people, they all have oh, you're right, because it's 2,700 acres, because they, they all have families, friends, and people they know that are gonna see them go for two weeks every single year to a camp. And they're middle aged men, that makes no sense. I right. feel like a lot of questions to be raised. A lot of people be like, Where are you? Even people in like each, like in the cabinet of, of in the United States, in the president's cabinet, would be like, Well, where is. Whereas that, like, well, I imagine
2: like, they say it. They're like, yeah, we're going to Bohemian Grove
1: for these two. But then, weeks. then each know, one of those people keeps, year, keeps the, the secret and no one talks about it. Like, I would definitely think the asshole intern would be like, uh, what? <laughs>
2: yeah, someone would have to, you'd think someone would get out. And that's, that's Alex Jones got in, got out somehow. But these people who were in the club and they decide to leave, there has to be either it's so severe what would happen to these people. Or it is just so innocent that well, like, they're like, it, okay, we can leave and still not talk about it, and we're not going to get murdered.
0: If they have wealth, it could be something as simple as, we will ruin you.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. Or power. Like,
0: all the influential, like, it's you, it's you against, you the know, most 20, powerful people, 2,700 influential people, yeah, that's and they're like, like, you leave, you talk, everything is gone. We'll take your house, family, we'll take your family, we'll take your money, take your we'll dog. take everything. And that's enough to scare somebody. But just the the threat of money alone is probably the most horrifying thing to someone who has a lot of money.
2: Yeah.
0: If you said, you know, when you're signing your hush agreement, like the, you know, don't, first rule Fight Club, don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. You sign that hush agreement, they're like, we're going to take all your money if you fuck up. (laughs) And that would be enough to make any of those older, old men be like, yeah, I'm not going to talk even when I get out. Because they could lose everything. And that money, when they die, is going to go to somebody, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, another investment, whatever, whether it's going to be locked away forever and no one else is going to get to touch with their money, whatever they do, like that is more of a threat to them than anything.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. incentive to not say shit. Yeah. Uh, that makes, that's very valid. That's, but then, like,
0: why isn't the contract come down? Like, why have they not leaked the contract and been like, hey, look, this is happening? Shut them down. But
1: that in would mean reverse,
0: the world would blow up. All these individual people would be not able to do what they're. And paid
1: to do yeah. right and we would have not nobody we would have a, our infrastructure of political power would be crumbled
0: well all they'd have to do is you know the the guy the, one of the founders or who got promoted to captain or chief or whatever the <laughs> hell this is
1: <laughs> they Emperor.
0: they just pay off whoever so if it yeah. does leak and the person's like i'm gonna leak it like no you're not here's a $5 million to say that you're going to shut up and you're yeah. going to give this back. And a shit ton of reasons
2: why, uh, other yeah. reasons why you're not going to. Money yeah, talks. They're already the influential people, so they've already got all those people in their pocket or whatever anyways.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. It's Money speaks louder than any... Than sacrifices. <laughs> well, apparently not. <laughs> but yeah, that's the so like, thing. Are, are
2: these sacrifices like missing people, kidnap people? They or, like, talked about it. Presumably... You know, like a kidnapping of a presumed of other crime. You know, that's
0: there's nothing. Maybe they so weird. Maybe they buy the they buy the person. So if there's you know if they take the person, they buy it from a family who's lower class, and they go, hey, we'll buy this guy. He seems like a loser. We'll buy him, and you you're going to lose him. You know, you're you're not going to know what's going to happen to him, but we'll buy him off of you, and you will not have to worry about money for the rest of your life. And they give him you know someone who only has. $10,000 $10,000 to their name and they're living in poverty and they say, hey, here's $20 million. Take, take Randy. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: no, I, I can see that working. That uh, makes a lot of sense. It because, would work. And I think yeah. that's
0: like money is like the corrupter to the world. And I think that it could be as easy as saying, hey, we'll buy this guy for $20 million, and you don't have to worry about money for the rest of your life. Boom. Sacrifice.
1: Even something along the lines of, we're going to buy him from him and give him the best life possible. We're going to get him in this, like, awesome cab, like cabin and talk to all the presidents. Oh, yeah, sure, take Randy. But little they know, he's going to die. Yeah. Is he,
2: does he happen to, like, owls?
0: <laughs> is he a fan of owls? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a sacrifice to our owl king. But they say, like, you know, there's a whole theory of Illuminati and, like, other secret societies that exist. But Illuminati, the whole idea is that, like, Illuminati is you sell your soul to the devil, similar to yeah. the story of Bohemian Rhapsody. And... Oh, yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, and once you get in, you know, you can't get out. And that's like they say, This Beyonce is like that. They say Jay-Z is like that. They say Kanye is like that. But there is no proof of any of the current list of members because a lot of the members that uh, were on Wikipedia, which is a very valid resource for us. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those people are deceased and they, uh, they have passed away. The there is no recent update to this specific list. This list could include... Beyonce, Kanye, Jay Z. It could include Donald Trump. Yeah, but, it could be, but it can't because,
1: and that, if if that was possible, these people that, in in twenty first century right now, in twenty eighteen, are so heavily watched via cameras and press and paparazzi. There's no time or way they could escape for two weeks. I don't think year. it's a secret that they're going for two weeks. Well, you apparently know, it like, is because I've never heard about this. Any any of my famous like or my, my my celebrities that I'm in love with, I've never heard about them being out of out of. I, I watch mean, them on Snapchat every single day of my life. Yeah, so how could like they leave if for two? Jay
2: weeks? Z was on vacation. Like,
1: you would really notice that. Uh, n- not Jay Z because I don't care about Jay Z. I mean, he's a cool guy, but like, but who are you talking about? Like Sean White. I'm talking about like Sean White. He's I'm probably about- not one of these people. Uh, pro- super
2: successful, yeah. He's like super successful. He's probably got some money, but he doesn't have Jay Z money.
1: Mm, I mean, you now, I would
2: I would argue that like a JT, like Justin Timberlake, would be like borderline sure, well, not how about even high enough. Kim
1: Kardashian or Kanye West, people watch their story every single day on Snapchat and follow. Them yeah, like I would that.
2: say Kanye could be at that level, but then just being related to Kim Kardashian
1: could pull him right back out and be like, <laughs> no, you do not qualify <laughs> for obvious. Fucking you do reasons. not qualify. Yeah, she so I'm saying is that like, like uh, in this in this time and age, I don't think there's a room, there's any wiggle room or give or slack to, to be able to escape for two weeks and have Look. nobody actually raise any questions. Twenty-seven thousand people that are remote. The, this isn't twenty-seven. What, like, if Kanye went away for two weeks, how would you know? Yeah, I, he's just said, I just literally going said, on vacation
2: to California. No, 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 no. Right, yeah, no. You know?
1: I would know because every. I I don't give a shit about Kanye, but because. Every single post he's on vacation, he'll post on Instagram and Snapchat while he's on vacation. No, he and, won't.
0: Yeah, he will. No, he fucking won't. He's just left these, Twitter like, some of these, for um, three some months.
1: people, some of these most influential people in the world do on vacation but post. But why
0: would, like if they didn't post, they would if, just leave yeah, if they, in July, in if, summer. If
1: they didn't. I'd agree with you, but they do.
0: But you don't know.
1: You don't know, man. You're saying some random person in their phone that. and posting every single day that is impersonating Kanye, or let's say... Well, no, it, but it,
2: let's say this. One of these people who has these Instagram accounts, Twitter accounts, dude, you know they've got hundreds of like hundreds stored. of posts ready to go, and they're not posting them Probably They've yeah. got their assistant posting them, and it's like, yo, if you don't post this many posts a day, you're fucking fired.
0: But if Kanye got there, on a private jet and flew out of an executive airport privately, posted uh-huh. a picture of him on the jet being like, going on vacation, didn't post again for two weeks. No one would question whether he was out in the woods sacrificing somebody. He's going to Monte Rio, California. I disagree. And us no, think about what? this, guys. Okay. When's the last time you saw someone post on social media and you were like, okay, Chris Pratt said he's going on vacation. Where's those vacation pics? No, uh, When's the last time you right. gave that much of a shit? I yeah.
1: have never given a shit. I personally, Johnny Clark, have never given a shit if anybody, friend, poor, rich, famous, not famous, dog, goes on vacation. I don't care what they do. But there are people out there that spend their lives, their, their, their livelihood, following people and making sure they know what they're doing every second of every day of every year, every month. Every month of every year, sorry, and those people, not me. Those people would definitely know
0: people like paparazzi. No fans, people track. No, they wouldn't. Okay, so if okay, if Kanye goes to a private airport, yeah, okay, flies out from a private airport that fans are not allowed to get near Mm -hmm. because if you have that much money, you have enough security to be like, hey, don't even get near here. Yeah, he flies from L.A. To Monte Rio in a private mm-hmm. airport. That if they have this uh, private club, they probably have a private They're airport like a, that sure. no one knows where to. it is. Yeah, they sure. have to. No one, or like twenty seven thousand private a airports, big ass parking lot, or a helicopter pad. You know, like, sure, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. A giant parking lot. <laughs> yeah, like you, you know, he flies from LA to Monte Rio, gets off the plane in Monte mm-hmm. Rio, gets on a helicopter mm-hmm. at the at another executive private airport. Yeah, that no fans are allowed near. Gets in the helicopter, flies. Helicopter takes them to Bohemian Grove. No one knows Just do happen. where to
2: track him, essentially. And we're talking no. to Kanye. So he's got, like we said a second ago, he's got these pics already. There's tons of pics mm-hmm. on every beach in the world of Kanye.
0: Right. Him and you Kim know? going on, he goes on 30 vacations a and month. And so they'll just post those videos from a previous vacation
1: or a different Absolutely. vacation. Absolutely, Just like
2: yeah. anybody, even normal people with their account, they're like, okay, I've got these great photos. I just posted one yesterday. I'm going to post one in four days. That's the experience I had a week ago.
0: Mm-hmm. But celebrities don't, yeah, they don't you know? post. Like if, if, if a celebrity goes to a bar... They don't post when they're at the bar. They post three days after they were at that bar because if they posted at that moment, people would go to that bar and find the celebrity. I agree with you 100%.
1: That makes a lot of sense. What I'm saying is that some crazy people out there who, like I said, spend their livelihood and and their whole lives trying to find this, eventually will put together the piece that every single year for two exact weeks, there's, for some reason, a post that was obviously made – not then and there. Like they, well, this, this video is obviously from the Caribbean. Well, Kanye was in the Caribbean two weeks ago. That doesn't make any sense. The people out there, uh, I think. Uh, There's people out there. A I think beach looks like a beach. I think, I, mean, I think there are people out there. Mm, no, I could definitely tell. Uh, it, dude, like if no, someone I'm, was trying
2: to like make this like, agree, okay, we're covering this gap But there their are life. So many, they have that taken I care I agree.
1: Of. There, but there are so many two weeks. There's so many two, 27,000 two-week periods every single year. 2,700. Sorry. I'm so sorry. There's 2,700 two-week gaps that these people leave on. I don't on.
0: think – no, you just don't post on social media.
1: Man. I, I don't – it, it, I I don't I, think I, people I care. Think so, but I think there are people out there that would raise some questions. That's all I'm saying. Well, they didn't because 90% well, of people they, don't they, know what Bohemian they, Grove is. They didn't, and that's why I'm saying it doesn't make sense. What part doesn't know, make sense? That, that nobody's asking questions about this.
0: Why would they ask questions about it's, a it's private a club?
1: I mean, it's a fact that it exists because, and that
2: this many people go there.
1: Because if, yeah. it, if it's if it's in if it's in knowledge, or if you can find the information that there is a sacrifice out there, if you can if you can find this information, there's a sacrifice out there that is done for people that are really wealthy, really influential, and that for some reason, um, two weeks out of the year, people just don't post, or people people are away from the social media. People out there would connect the fucking dots. What, did they go that's to a private what, what, gentleman's club? And they well, exactly sacrifice it. people. That There's something. But but Alex, there is Alex no, Jones has a video of it. Yeah,
0: there is a video of it. He's released it. It exists, but it was why, it was like swept under the rug.
1: That's, that, it, it's, uh, it, like that's every other conspiracy, it's,
0: like
2: a conspiracy theory, it would be.
0: Yeah, if it's aliens exist, under the rug, this why do real.
2: we not claim that they exist? Well, there's it. a video of it. Nope. No, it's not. Yeah, it, so it is. People you just
1: have to
0: decide whether it is or it isn't. People are just like saying it's obviously fake.
2: Yeah, just like almost
0: every other conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah, because yeah. everyone
0: thinks Alex Jones is a crazy person. So they're like, oh, it's just some guy who staged this. Oh, it's just a play. Oh, it's not no, real. Agree.
1: I agree it's not real. But if it was, it wouldn't make sense because of how hard Wait, it would Wait, you agree put the that the
2: sacrificing aside. Okay. No yeah. sacrificing. Yeah. Let's say yeah. they're just going there to have a two-week retreat. Yeah. What's weird about that?
1: If, no, there's nothing secret no, about nothing's, it. nothing's— Well, yeah, exactly. Nothing's— if, 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 There is nothing weird about that. I, that makes that idea that— um, that uh, mindset or I guess the, the mentality of wanting to go away for two weeks and, and, and be away from all that makes 100% sense in uh, a celebrity's life, in an influential person's life, a rich person's life. Yeah. But what doesn't make sense to me is that if it is either open information, how it's not more known or – Because they
0: pay – like I said a little while ago, there are people within the Grove that pay to keep it quiet.
2: These are not people who have to
0: struggle to pull strings. They to like, own oh, okay, the market. What could
2: we do to make things go the way they want? It's like whatever we're going to do by default is going to go in our way because we control everything. Who are the most influential people to you?
0: Aside from the people sitting in the Besides the three of us. <laughs> uh-huh. I was already in the club.
1: I would say there are probably people that wouldn't be in this club. I'm talking like, extreme athletes talking about like... Yeah, like some, Sean, Sean White, like, I don't think would be in it. Maybe a couple actors, um like maybe a
0: couple politicians that like I... Like, but see, and that's... I think that's the mindset where it's wrong. I, I Most influential people, people who have the most money, there are people out there who have more money than actors, sports, play like athletes, yeah. sports stars, whatever. It's the people who run the entertainment companies. It's the people who run the government, it's the politicians, it's those specific people. I like, like,
1: politicians, like, I was, I followed John Kasich, I followed Mitt Romney for a while, like, those kind of people that, like, have a huge following.
0: Right, it's those people who are in this grove. It's not the actors, it's not the athletes, they're not influential, they're not going to do anything. It's the people who can make a difference, who own the fate of our world.
1: What what you were just asking, though, is who... who, Yeah, who who you
0: consider to be influential. So that's, and that's what I'm saying. my
1: person. Well, me, obviously, my little small pool of who I give a shit about aren't these people because i don't give a shit about influence well,
0: not who you give a shit about it's exactly. about who you find to be like what well, your definition of influential who you think like oh,
1: pushes it, the gears oh like, it would it would have to life. be the people behind the scenes the most or the rich i'm talking like um like bill gates i'm talking like yeah like th- those people that i don't obviously follow like and you would have to imagine too that within all,
2: this group there's probably or uh, within or outside this group there's surely a number of people who are astronomically rich let's say bill gates who would maybe not have any part of it, you know? Because they're like, uh, no, fuck that. Like, yeah, Bill Gates is, you know, he's a sure. nice guy, gives money away, gives all his money away. I agree. You know, man. So maybe there's people who are like mm-hmm. within the group. They're like, uh, we have blacklisted these people because they would out us. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know, so it's maybe yeah. some people just aren't even.
0: It's the you know, right, not even allowed. The right amount of people, the right people, with the right amount of influence to actually control. You can have twenty seven people. In a club, and you can, you know, get rid of the Bill Gates and the Sean Whites mm-hmm. and the Leonardo DiCaprio's, and you can get the Donald Trumps and the Mitt Romney's and mm-hmm. the Richard Nixons and all of those, and the Clint Eastwoods, like the people who have those values that fit what they're doing at Bohemian Grove.
1: Well, they need like all these different political parties, or, or hypothetically, yeah, they yeah.
2: need to have, have people who would in my opinion, understand that they were above all of those political parties. Right. And by being in this group, they're circumventing the political parties. They're speaking for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they don't care about the political parties because those are the people they're keeping out because those people don't have it figured out. Mm -hmm. All these people in the group are obviously on the same page. Yeah. You know, even if they do identify with the, they have to publicly identify with a
1: certain party or whatever. So what you're saying is that, if we can go away from that conversation, I we could beat over the head. What um, you're saying, Taylor, is that essentially all political decisions, like all world decisions that we think we know don't even fucking matter. It's actually what goes on in this. Group. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's, I'd say. Yeah, like we
2: have public answers, things that are publicly presented to us. And while those may be real, sure, they're probably all motivated by things that are going behind the scenes. Like, yeah, those people chose to do whatever they're saying they are doing right now. Like, oh, we're passing this law. We're doing this, signing this bill. Maybe those people did choose that, but they were motivated in some way from behind the scenes influenced by this group. That we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. And it might not be something like they put a gun to my head and I had to sign this. It's like they made the conditions perfect because they have everybody in every angle. You know, they they made the conditions as such to where that person had no choice. Like they would just naturally choose this succession of events that they did, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and that's how. That and that's sense. the the craziest thing is like two weeks in July. So technically, it's two weeks, but it's three weekends is what it is. You put twenty seven hundred people. You split them up into however many cabins there are, and you have them all talk. From July, they can plan from July to July and say, okay, in the next year, this is what needs to happen. Okay, mm-hmm. Donald Trump's tr- president. Let's have him go after Amazon. Let's have them um, piss Stormy Daniels off and get the money situation all fucked sure. up, like put the money in the right place so that fuels the entertainment industry their ratings are up because the it's all juicy and there's plot twists and it's all like that stuff a marketing stuff. team essentially but yeah exactly yeah. like it is literally a giant pr team who's figuring out okay how can we make every industry happy like how can we you know maybe someone from amazon is there and they're like okay well if we if we go after amazon how do they come back from it how, do, how does the president going after amazon fuel the right people to uh, affect the stock market mm-hmm. but also fuel Amazon to say, okay, we're gonna put our best foot forward and we're gonna change things too. Uh, So everyone's winning and all everything is planned. So it goes back to like the simulation of (laughs) (laughs) the simulation like we talked about last week and we talk about the idea that Bohemian Grove is basically like this society of twenty seven hundred people who's simulating how our world plays.
1: Right. It makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, you could say that like the sacrifice is like all right, let's say the sacrifice is one hundred percent real. They gotta sacrifice someone. Let's assume that all these people are not hideous people, heinous people. You know they don't want to sacrifice people, but it's like this is the rule. We have to sacrifice someone, although everyone is unhappy about it. We have to do this so we realize, in plain sight, black and white, that sacrifice on all levels is like necessary for the outcomes that they're trying to to make happen. How do you?
1: Can you explain that again? Like, how, how, how can you put that? Like,
2: uh, like, making a real human sacrifice, like that is, you're talking about killing someone. Yeah. So, you're like, you're making, whoa, that's a big decision. Hardcore decision.
1: Like the biggest decision you can make.
2: Yeah. Massive decision. So, even all these people are like, they feel uneasy about it, but they know that the rule, they by rule, they have to make the sacrifice. And possibly the reason for the rule is because they need to understand the purpose of sacrifice. So, they're not bartering and negotiating, you know. These they, so when everyone is like trying to figure out what the right thing to do is, negotiating is not part of it. Because negotiating, understanding the yeah, meaning it's an understanding sacrifice. that you know I can't be selfish, thinking that my way is the way to do it. And we negotiate something. It's like negotiating, in my opinion, is losing. Right. Like both parties lose in a, in a real negotiation. Yeah. Like if you want A, I want C, B satisfies neither of us. Yeah, you know. So I, we both need to know. That we have to make a, a real sacrifice, yeah. the deepest sacrifice, to go with the correct answer, be it A or C.
0: So it's twenty seven hundred people essentially watching, and that's and like if they do this whole mummification thing where they put them in a coffin, they're not watching the person die. Like way back yeah. in the in the eighteen hundreds, they like actually the pictures that National Geographic have like the body's exposed, like they are straight up like watching this person die. Whereas now they mummify the person. They put them in a coffin and then they light the coffin on fire. And so they're not watching it's just weird it happen. It was kind weird. Slightly
2: to humanitize it, like least, make it slightly more that, human. That's the weird Right.
0: Earlier, I didn't bring this up, but
1: you just talked about it at the yen. I find it weird because in ancient Egypt, when you mumpied somebody, post-death it was believed you could like preserve the bodies the organs the flesh all that stuff into mummification but what you described earlier was that when they burned this coffee this person was yelling and screaming so they're not dead when they mummified them what the fuck that doesn't make any sense no they just wrap them up (laughs) so they burn faster so let's say that they are like
2: okay there's some ancient knowledge that they have and they want to take every precaution possible because they don't want to kill this person in a heinous way They, they don't hate this person or whatever they just know we have to make the sacrifice by a rule or else our whole foundation is lost. So, the understanding so, of how to
1: negotiate. Yeah, yeah,
2: like the whole, even just the fact that like yeah. past the negotiation part, it's like, okay, this is a rule. We have to follow the rule no matter yeah. what that rule is. And as soon as they break it, the whole foundation is gone. So by taking it and making it slightly more humane without taking the basis of the sacrifice away, they're still making the sacrifice. They're still killing this person. So if they can make it slightly nicer for themselves to deal with, and maybe by yeah. mummifying it, they're thinking, okay, ancient thoughts are we mummify it then this person is preserved in the afterlife. So maybe yeah. they're, like, doing it a favor. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're going to murder you, but they're, they're, we're, we want, this validating. is not because we hate you. This is because yeah. we have it to do to this and we want you to live in the afterlife Well, that,
0: that's It's so interesting about the sacrifice thing, like, to know. Because, like, let's just say, you know, they, three of the cabins get together and they talk about it and they say, okay, well, we're going to go after – you're going to go after Amazon – and, you know, the president's going to go after Amazon. Cool, there could be re- repercussions there, but that's a part of the sacrifice. Like, they can say that word. But by sacrificing an actual per- person, the 2,700 people collectively are sitting in the, in the seats or whatever, in the Coliseum, whatever the fuck it is, and they're watching and they're, and like, they're being reminded, this is sacrifice. Yeah. This is You 2,700 are sacrificing this one person. Yeah. This is truly sacrifice. A life is being taken and sacrificed for you. This is real sacrifice. These little conversations of if this happens and this goes the wrong way, we'll call it sacrifice. No, that's not sacrifice. Right.
1: They need to see the omega to understand the small. Right. Yeah. No, that I that mentality is is on par. It makes sense.
0: This podcast is also sponsored by Future Monsters, a premier apparel store with pop culture and horror focus. Each product is handmade with quality materials, so not only does it look good, but it feels so so good. No mass-produced cheap garbage here, with designs inspired by King Kong, the Wolfman, and much more. These shirts are a must for every occasion, whether it be nightclub, metal shows, weddings, and of course, our favorite, podcasting. Head over to futuremonsters.com and enter the code HYBRO, that's a capital H-Y-B-R-O, at checkout to save 10% on your next purchase. We know we'll be doing that as soon as possible. Even if you pulled the sacrifice away from it, honestly, like if we took the sacrifice away and they didn't, and it was all a part of the play, because they have like certain plays they do, and they're yeah. fucking weird. Because
1: this is a fun times the fuck camp. It's
0: very yeah.
2: Shakespearean.
0: It's yeah, they're it's all like, dudes, all, all dudes, like super <laughs> yeah, Shakespearean. Yeah. <laughs> if you pulled the sacrifice out and we just said, okay, maybe it is a play, and maybe they are just screwing around and and running around with their dicks out and whatever because that's actually someone quoted that they're like they're running around with their Nudist. their penises in their hand and like drinking beer like beer in another hand and like they're literally just running around being uh, boys uh, but like old men. This, I don't want to join this club anymore. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's real yeah. weird. But like what if we took the sacrifice away and they genuinely it was just a place where the most influential people got together and they were running the world and like yeah, that's that why it makes more yeah. sense to me. It's great because like I love the show Mr. Robot and there are some twists in the show there's a scene in the show where all of the world's wealthiest men essentially get together, and they love and they hate each other. Some of them despise each other, but they're all running the world, and they're picking and choosing every to. which way things should play out and would play out and should and can play out. And they're the ones who are running the world. It's not one person. It's not the White House running our yeah. our country. It is this group of 2,700 people who are influential enough to actually run you, how— Everything goes from, you know, police brutality to our president to, like, every—
1: The understanding of, like, aliens at yep. that point. Like These people could essentially right. have knowledge so high above Area 51 or, or or knowledge about the universe, the known observable universe, that they essentially drip feed or, or drip fed or they give us the right amount of information that we can understand about uh, out-of-earth experiences.
0: Right. Which goes back to like last week about simulation. What if we aren't an actual simulation, but what if someone is simulating our world?
1: These 2,700 people essentially could be that person or right. that, that group.
0: If you pick, like, if, if they pick and say, okay, this is what news needs to break and this is the shit that needs to be huge, they're yeah, completely manipulating.
2: Yeah, you could argue that that in itself is a simulation.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's if you know, if you wow. if you really want your world fucked up. You know, throw out the whole virtual reality thing and think about these twenty-seven people who meet once a year for for three weekends, controlling how everything plays. Huh. That's going to mess you up.
1: Yeah, that messes me up more than the whole reality <laughs> thing.
0: Like you stop and just sitting and yeah. thinking. Like I know Johnny will do it because that's the way Johnny's brain works. But he'll just yeah. be sitting at his computer <laughs> like later this week, and he's going to be matters. like, "Oh, there are people <laughs> that are controlling everything from one little compound in." Yeah. Monte Rio, California, They're controlling the way
1: I do everything. yeah, fuck <laughs> <laughs> It'd be dope to be one of those people though it would be dope. It would also yeah. be a he- like this is even we've even discussed yet a huge burden to bear. imagine yeah, being right? the reason why people die, people succeed, the world works like we're not talking about like being the the leader of and this people we have had wars over this, but being the leader of a country, being the leader of reality. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Well, yeah, as far be. as like
0: burden goes, and like exactly what you just said, which was like brilliant in its own ways, that like the burden of holding that, like being the power. reason, yeah, the power, like being the reason that like people have lost their lives and all that stuff, like we all hold that burden. Yeah. Like everyone does. And like we don't. Yeah a lot of us don't really know. I mean, we learn about it in, like, history class and stuff, but, like, a lot of us don't know that we hold the burden that people have given their lives to make sure that we're here. Oh, sure. And people yeah. have. And these people who have who have probably, like, fought to, and some of them probably didn't fight to get there. It just ran in the family. Some of the people who fought to get in this place and to be in Bohemian Grove, those people, they know that they made sacrifice, and they that burden is gone because they're like, I worked to get here. I'm I deserve to be here. Who gives a fuck about anything else? Like no no one else matters. I deserve to be right here and there and the burden is gone.
2: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. The the only burden is to to take risks and like in order to move society forward, you have to hit the reset button a couple times. Mm-hmm. And in order to hit the reset button, it doesn't ever go well. Sounds like Thanos. I had the burden to
1: essentially whip out half the civilization. Like, <laughs> am I the hero or the villain? <laughs> Both. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, in a way. It's interesting. It's really hard to quantify because us as, you know, just three normal dudes in our own mind, I could never even understand or even think. To have that ability, (laughs) let alone, like, nonchalantly do it every year. like I can, like,
2: barely do my taxes. (laughs)
1: Like, screwed making (laughs) worldwide decisions, man. They don't even have to (laughs) at that point, I feel like. They don't have taxes.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing, I think, is, like, knowing. And this, I mean, this messes with me all the time. Knowing is half the battle. (laughs) Knowing is half the battle. Knowing is the full battle. Is knowing that this is happening... I think that's what messes with me is like knowing that this place will always exist because of money, and knowing that it'll never be shut down, it'll never be raided, it'll never be investigated, it'll never be—nothing will leak out. It's, it's, yeah, it's the biggest cartel. You can't yeah. infiltrate something that is in charge of world. infiltration.
1: Yeah, you know, like if I if I wanted to investigate it, they own me. If I wanted to hire an investigation team, they own the investigation team. Right. That's why, that's why cartels. That's why like, like mobs don't they, they, they would, would work and would continue to work because they pay off the cops.
0: Yeah, well, this is like the Malaysian flight. Like, what's so frustrating about that whole episode we did and why I think we're finding that it's hard to talk, like, humorously about a lot of these things in these last few episodes because, you know, the whole, like, false Paul thing, sure. We don't know if that's true. We don't. We don't know. I mean, I believe that it is because I'm a crazy <laughs> person, but uh, Bigfoot, I'm a believer, but a lot of people aren't. And we don't have hard... Evidence like hard salt evidence. Not yet. Not, not yet. not yet. It's gonna uh, happen. And you know, crop circles. We have physical evidence, but like there is enough proof against it to say mm. it's also not real. But the Malaysian flight. Yeah, that's, this. Yeah, the, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's and even even the the virtual reality, the augmented reality. Last week, these are the podcasts that I think are like a lot harder to make it humorous because there's that moment where you're just like
1: this is actually
0: happening like Bohemian Grove exists there's no doubt I mean this is a real place with an address with a history with members who have been to it with you know politicians speaking about it publicly this exists 150% this is tangible Malaysian flight it was a tangible flight Yeah, it was a real thing that existed and it's gone they're, this is the stuff that's just crazy. And it's not funny. It's serious. Yeah. I mean, I, it's crazy.
2: It's kind of funny imagining Teddy Roosevelt running around with a beer in one hand and his dick in the
1: other. <laughs> Some of these <laughs> people kind of are, are pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the idea of... Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was Teddy right there with the book about Bigfoot? Yes. All right, so it's kind of funny imagine this guy being like a Bigfoot believer, like... And one end extreme, like believing in this, like well, uh, well, it's, it's kind of a contradiction. Somebody that's believing in a in a mythical creature that apparently would be owning the mythical creature, he's just essentially a little bit of a loon, like you said, but also runs around with a dick in a hand, like it. Yeah. <laughs> his influential dude is has a dick in his hand. That's weird, right? <laughs> well, yeah,
2: everybody all... does weird things when they're alone.
0: so
1: with a woman around,
0: <laughs> it's all crazy. But I think it all comes down to it. it reverts right back to why we do this podcast. I think, like, sure, we can have fun. We can talk about Bigfoot and UFOs. And we can talk about all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like, there are things that aren't being talked about. Like, yeah, we're talking about what's on Netflix or what new shows on HBO or what Donald Trump is doing or, you know, whatever. But we're not talking about certain things that are going unspoken. Yeah. Like this, for example, that yeah, a like, lot of people
2: don't know about. It is so weird that, you know, someone can produce legit video, well, a, a video of it, although it's Alex Jones and he's a crazy person, but it's weird that, you know, potentially a video exists of it and it's still not like a really hot topic for people. Like most people just have never heard of it.
0: It was just swept under the rug. And they were, you know, at the time when it came out, it was a big deal and everyone was talking about it and then just sort of disappeared. But Alex Jones dug his own grave. <laughs> well, honestly, he did that himself.
2: I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, most people, like I feel this way, would probably just assume that when you've got a shit ton of money, then this is just part of your life. Like, these kind of things happen. Like, <laughs> oh, you're rich and yeah. you're not in some weird secret club? Yeah. You must be a weirdo. Grass right. is not always you know? greener. <laughs> yeah, like you just assume that these super powerful rich people are in some secret society that is pulling all the strings. I mean, I definitely think that.
0: Yeah, members-only club have, have, clubs have always existed forever i mean and their jackets are dope the jackets are so tight (laughs) (laughs) but it all comes down to like you know money like you you know if we're talking like cop movies and stuff anytime there's some like mafia yeah there's like if we go above and beyond to completely remove this from existence it's basically us saying yep we did it this is us if they were if this footage came out and then was removed it right, would basically yeah. be a giant target, being like, "Hey, guess what? We do human sacrifices yeah. and we do crazy shit <laughs> uh, with dicks and stuff." But and, at, all, uh, at that point as well, it'd be like, "And that's the
1: reason why you live the let you live. Let us keep doing this, or you will not live the life you live."
2: Right. But right. then you'd have people who are you know like super driven, thinking like, "Well, I'm one of those people, so I'm gonna start doing these crazy fucking yeah. things, and they can't stop me because yeah. I am one of these people, and I'm gonna prove it."
0: Yeah. And someone actually, and and to wrap us all up. Um in two a mummy. In two thousand five ah. ah,
2: like a mummy wrapping <laughs> up like a mummy. A little, little Brendan Fraser dog, in,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> what a great movie. In two thousand two, a thirty-seven year old man was arrested after a nighttime infiltration of the Bohemian Grove where he set several fires. What year? Two thousand two. Oh. He was heavily armed and wearing a skull mask and outfit with Phantom Patriot written across the chest.
2: Weird. Whoa. That is
0: the last known attempted infiltration of Bohemian Grove. He was, he was arrested and he's
2: like in prison and shit? Yep. Damn. Wow. Well, at least they didn't kill him. Or sacrifice him. I wonder him. how they took him down. Uh, I guess there's security around the perimeter and shit like that, but I bet you security is not inside the Grove. You know? yeah.
1: yeah, but what would that be? Yeah. Also, unless they have their dicks out, unless, unless they're they. part of the group, yeah, I'm drinking beer and having
0: their He's yeah. a he's a crazy person, is what he is. Well, um,
1: I don't know. I think if I knew about this place and I knew there was a fact, and I did something as crazy as that, it would make me on par with how crazy everything else is. <laughs> that's crazy. That's That's, that, nuts, that's dude.
2: wild. Kudos to the Phantom uh, American, <laughs> Phantom Patriot. That's he takes balls through that. It takes balls, cojones,
0: huevos. Yeah. So so in two years, Alex Jones and then this Richard McCaslin McCaslin. were the only two to attempt to infiltrate Bohemian Grove. And then it just, that was it. Little did they know, we have three
1: uh, hypotheticals (laughs) headed
0: their way.
2: Well, I wonder how National Geographic got in there in 1912 or whatever, 1913.
0: I feel like they just might have been pictures from the yearbook that they've recovered. Oh, uh, gotcha, yeah. Or the, the, whatever it is. <laughs> yearbook.
1: Hex, <Had laughs>
2: have a great summer. So <laughs>
1: Whoa,
0: so the whole idea of
2: Facebook came from these yearbooks. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> is it possible that the guy with the skull mask was actually part of the skull and crossbones? Probably not, because George W. Bush was one of those, wasn't he?
0: I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah he, was the, yeah, he was the crossbones guy. Yeah. There should be yeah. a movie
2: made about this for sure. There is. It's called Skulls. Skull and Boats? What's it called? Skulls, I think. Skulls? Yeah. Fucking super dope intro song. You should learn it on piano. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah. Haven't heard it in a long time, but I remember at the time (laughs) when the movie was out. Here comes Taylor again with his (laughs) 90s movie. Yeah, we're talking Napster time, so I was destroying Napster at the time. And I remember downloading the intro to that and listening to it over and over and over and over. It's probably not even very cool, but well, you know, I remember it being some super intricate thing. Once I learn it, you're listening to it over. That's and what over. we're going to
0: open the next week's podcast with Johnny playing. <laughs> it's probably really <laughs>
2: simple. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I'll probably listen
0: to it. Be like, uh,
1: it sucks. <laughs> if it's not on the podcast, you knew I failed. <laughs> 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 Couldn't do it. <laughs>
0: so cool. if you guys have any idea about Bohemian Grove and you want to talk to us about it, I mean, we're not endorsing it at all, but I feel like we've really dug deep and tried to understand what might be going on behind those doors, but we'll never know. Maybe one day we will. I'll openly endorse it. I, I, open,
2: I openly endorse the idea of its existence. Not, oh, got and the that, existence. Yeah. And okay. that possibly, <laughs> I'm not saying I could sacrifice someone, but if a sacrifice is what it takes to do whatever it is that they do, we have to condone it because it's making things happen, man. It's It's turning the wheels.
1: Yeah. Yeah, say,
2: don't do human sacrifices.
1: Yeah, please don't
0: yeah. You sacrifice humans ever. I
1: can't validate the idea of sacrificing a human being the re- the cause for the world to work. But I mean, to speak really, really uh, horribly, the good of the many always the good of the few. <laughs> like, that's
0: a good point. You know, that's a good point. You some dark motherfuckers. I'm sorry, man. Okay, <laughs> that's, man. that's true. Yeah. Like, that's the way it
1: works, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it if it's if it's there. I mean, I can't I can't disprove it. The ideas you guys put forth, it sounds like it could possibly happen. But I also there's a lot of things that don't end up in my mind. They're too difficult to hide up or cover up. But and the grand the grandeur of, of of this, if these people control reality, I have no fucking uh, responsibility. I have, I have no way to to disprove it if they can control my reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, there's no, I have no leg to stand on to say that it's not real.
2: Well, you never did. Because <laughs> I have, ex- I am I am here and I have the only legs to stand on. Because you have synthesis
1: Solipsism. 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 I'm so am so capacity. That should be a, that's <laughs> a dope word. spell <laughs> that
0: So here we are at another uh, the end of another crazy episode, episode yet nine. again. It's episode nine, and guys, I uh we're left dumbfounded again with no answer except just a hypothetical answer that we have collectively made up. We have found dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have found <laughs> dumb. So maybe next week we're going to get closer to um, digging into another mysterious topic and finding an answer. Maybe we will hit one. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have an answer. Uh, maybe some news will come out that will warrant a topic that will have an answer. And that will be pretty cool if we get to the bottom of it. But now, nine episodes in, nine weeks, we have another episode without an answer. Chances are,
2: statistically, if we keep going at this, we're gonna to get to the bottom of something.
0: And I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> so keep Who listening. Knows what that topic is gonna to be. Keep, watch it be Johnny, the one who's like, guys, I got it. And then like the day after the episode drops, it actually is the truth. <laughs> guys,
1: like, damn look, it, Johnny. Let me take the wheel for this one. Holy fuck. <laughs> it, surprise,
0: Johnny creates a black hole when he hosts an episode.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Watch that happen. You guys don't take any you notes. Know, it's just me talking the whole episode. Like,
0: <laughs> right. Yep. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. yep. You're going to have to
2: play this episode at half speed
0: to understand anything Slow he says. Yeah. <laughs> Disconnect my mic <laughs> so it's just me going with no audio track. <laughs> Got a hypothetical you guys want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share with us about today's episode? Good news? You can do that in uh, one of two ways. You can either shoot us an email at hybrothoughts at gmail.com. Johnny, you want to spell that out for me? Oh, gosh.
1: H-Y-B-R-O-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. At gmail.com. At
0: gmail.com. <laughs> he
1: did it. He did it without that was looking a, a, favor. a lot more pressure than I thought it was. <laughs> He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. When I watched it do it, I'm like, ah, oh, what a pansy. And I'm like, oh, no, fuck. <laughs> he texted me. He's like, you spelled
0: highbrow. You spelled thoughts wrong in highbrow. And I was like, no, I didn't. And I queued it up. And it was like, T H U G H T. Good lord. Highbrow thoughts. Highbrow <laughs> <brought> there it goes <thuticals>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so who knows, if you, if you shoot us an email, you could be featured on next week uh, next week's episode. If you have any news as well, we'll read it, and we will credit you via your Twitter handle, your name, your first and last name, your blood type, whatever you want. Just let us know. Uh, also, make sure to head over to the Facebooks and give us a like at facebook.com slash thinking. That's facebook.com slash thinking. If you don't know how to spell it, you're not listening to our podcast. Uh, so, so, guys, uh, next week. I'm sorry about it. I'm almost ready. Yeah? Give me like six more days and I'll be ready. Tight. <laughs>
1: Good news, because that's probably then. <laughs> Great news. <laughs> you have six it's more days. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right, guys. What's been another one? Johnny, I love you, bud.
1: Uh, Nick, I love you. Taylor, I love you. I also love myself. I love you guys.
0: I well, hate myself. Um, oh, man. Well, on that note, I've been Johnny. I'm Taylorius. And I'm Nick. And you know what? Johnny and I, this has been a journey. Yeah, it is. We loved each other, we hated each other Yeah we
1: did <laughs> We and also. Now,
0: <laughs> and now we're right back Guys this is what friendship's all about <laughs> Hey
2: that's what summer camp's all about You know first day, first week These guys don't know each other They might hate each other Man this guy's annoying, they're not like my last roommates Little would you know Two weeks later they've sacrificed Women and children possibly
0: males, <laughs> they've worshipped owls,
1: <laughs> they've drank beers with their dicks out, and now we to our best bud. Let's not say we've done that, but it could have happened.
0: Hanging out with our dicks out. What's that? Oh, hang on, my phone's ringing. Hello? Oh, we just lost a sponsor, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right. Much love, guys. <laughs> oh, Goodbye. Take Bye. A good Bye.